Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. I love the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 1. I'm going to read a few verses here. I'll start at verse 1. It says, After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I'm giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north. From the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites. You know, God has given you land, even if it isn't a, uh, these actual locations, Euphrates River, Lebanon Mountains. It's not a physical location. There is land that belongs to you. Your health belongs to you. Your, your prosperity, prosperity belongs to you. Peace of mind belongs to you. Joy, dominion over diseases, dominion over devils belongs to you. It's your land. And it says here, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. You know, God has commanded us and really called us to be on top all the days of our life. The Bible says, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. When we got born again, we started in a place of victory. In the same way, when Adam was was created, he started with everything already done. The work was finished. God completed the work of creation and then made Adam. So he stepped into a finished work. It's the same with us. We step into the finished work of the cross. But God tells us, be courageous. There's a scripture that I like that says, the Lord goes with us like a mighty, fearless warrior. And that's why he said, hey, be strong and very courageous. No one or nothing will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. It doesn't matter what you're facing today. No one or nothing will be able to stand against you. Ill health is not your portion. Uh, uh, Poverty is not your portion. Sorrow in your marriage or your life is not your portion. It's your portion to be healthy, to be full of the life of God, to have impact in the kingdom of God. So God's calling us to be in a place of advancing rather than in a place of defeat. Many Christians end up with just this life of like, they're just waiting for waves to come, like they're bracing for impact. They're standing there and wave after wave. You know, I had this, you know, my tire, my car broke down and then I had to do this and it's stress after stress. There, there comes a point where when we understand who we are, that we get out of defensive mode and we go into offensive mode. So I'm going to talk to you today about how to give the devil a headache, how to go on the offensive. Number one, if you want to give the devil a headache, number one thing you can do is win souls preach the gospel. Let's be a generation that if we're known for anything, souls were our main focus. Preach the gospel. You want to give the devil a headache? Win souls. Go out and tell people about Jesus. Well, I'm too scared to tell people about Jesus. Get over it. You know, that takes me to the next point. How do you want to, how do you want to, uh, Do you want to give the devil a headache? Figure out who you are in Christ. Spend time in the word. You know, your unbelief disappears when you control your thoughts. When the Bible, when, when your thought says, well, I'm just not a very bold person. Well, the Bible says that you're the righteous or bold as a lion. So by virtue of the new birth, you are bold. You can even say it out loud. I am bold in getting bolder. You may not feel 
you may feel timid, but you say, I'm not timid. I'm the, I'm the righteous and the righteous are bold as a lion. You know, people just coming alive to who they are in Christ, I believe is one of the most important things. Because if you're willing to let your, your, your understanding of life, your human understanding, your, your five senses dominate you, if you're willing to let what you see, oh, you don't know my past, if you're willing to let your past dictate who you are, your past doesn't have a right to define you. The devil's lies don't have a right to define you. The word of God defines you. You are holy. You are righteous. You want to start giving the devil a headache, you start operating out of that place. Man, I'm the righteousness of God. I'm done with sin. I walk in the power of God. I'm a, I lay hands on the sick. Number two way to give the devil a headache is come alive to who you are. Number three is access the promises of God through prayer. You know, prayer produces power. James 5.16 says, Much power, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much, and much power is made available in its working. When you decide to access the promises of God, you know, God has almost limited himself by our faith and by our prayers. Prayer is a point of contact. You want to give the devil a headache? Stop putting off having a prayer life. This is not about, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. You have to dominate the devil and the forces of darkness. And you do this by connecting to the anointing. Number three way to give the devil a headache is to access the promises of God through through prayer. Number four, don't back down from what you believe. You know, faith is just a decision. I'm going to believe this even if I don't see it with my eyes. Faith doesn't look to the natural things. Well, healing's mine. Well, my body feels this way. You know, I know healing's mine. I know what the word says. No, decide to believe. If anyone's getting healed, if anyone's walking free from pain, I may not be where I want to be now, but I'm not where I was either. And I'm moving forward in my understanding. I'm moving forward in my faith. I'm eliminating doubt and unbelief. Decide to have what God said that you can have. Next one, decide to be dedicated. What does dedication produce? It produces dominion. When you decide to be dedicated, too many people want to be a jack of all trades. Decide to be dedicated. Dedicated to what? Dedicated to praise. Dedicated to prosperity. Dedicated to what's yours. Man, I have an inheritance. What is my inheritance? You tell me, what is your inheritance? I read in the Bible that my inheritance is the power of God. My inheritance is a helper who helps me every step of the way, who's going to guide me with his counsel and afterwards receive me to glory. My inheritance is to bring Jesus the lost and, and, and bring him his inheritance. My inheritance is peace of mind. My inheritance is the power of God. It's perfect health. My inheritance is prosperity. I have an inheritance. So I've decided to be dedicated. What's the next way? You hide the word of God in your heart. This is a very practical way for us as believers to gain ground. Hide the word of God in your heart. In Psalm 119, it says, I've hidden the word of God in my heart that I might not sin against God. The number one way to move forward in the things of God is to hide the word of God in your heart. Begin to memorize scripture. Practically, hey, what scripture are you memorizing? What scripture are you are you meditating on? Hide the word of God. Take a scripture every morning. Wake up. I mean, read your Bible, but take a scripture. And throughout the day, this is my scripture for the day. And God is able to make all grace abound towards me, that I always, having all sufficiency in all things, would abound unto every good work. How about this one? If you obey and serve him, you'll spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. Lord, I thank you that today is a day of prosperity, a day of abundance. Lord, this is a year of pleasure. Father, I give you praise. I serve you with my whole heart. And you hide the word of God in your heart. You'll start producing. The more the word hides in your heart, the more it comes out of you and you start giving the devil a headache. What else is next? 
How, what else do you do? You fill your heart with the Word. Fall in love with the Word. The Word becomes a delight to you. And, and you'll see that Word produced. That when people will say, you know, I just don't know how this month's going to be. No, you serve God. This month's going to be awesome. It's going to be prosperity. It's going to be blessing. It's going to be strength. The Bible says that you then can rise up. Any tongue that rises in judgment against you, you will condemn. You fill the Word of God. It's like with Jesus. It's like with Jesus. He was tempted, right? 40 days in the wilderness, tempted by the devil. And what did he The devil would say, son of, if you're the son of man, do this. If you're the son of man, if you're the son of God, rather, do this. If you're the son of God, do this. And what did he do? He responded with the word. Our word is our defense system. The devil is going to look to come and attack you. If you've got word in your heart in that area, you're going to have dominion. If, 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 if things, if there's sins that have been a problem for you, get the word of God in that area. That when the temptation comes, you can say, no, this is what the word of God says. I have clean hands and a pure heart. That sin no more has dominion over me. And you begin to operate in a greater level. That you begin to have dominion and you take ground in a level. In a, in a level. What do you do? What's the next thing that you can do to give the devil a headache? Model your life after someone who is where you want to be. Hebrews 13 says, the, your leaders, remember those who have, who have rule over you, whose faith follow, considering the end of their faith. And so you think about that. God puts people in your life for you to model your life after. What does that mean? In, look at their life. You know, what time do they wake up? And it doesn't have to be to the T, like Pastor Rodney tells the story of Smith Wigglesworth prayed four hours a day, and so he would wake up and, you know, four hours a day and then fall asleep after 30 minutes and then, you know, beat himself up the rest of the day because he didn't know how to do it. But you should look, man, men of God, people of God have time with the Lord. Whatever it is, they have set apart time with the Lord. People of God are disciplined about the word. They're people who, uh, the Bible says in Acts 6 that the, the disciples said, it's not good that we should be waiting tables, but that we should be able to give ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. If you're a minister, you should be, or a future minister, you should be dedicated to the word of God. Model your life after someone. Well, how do they, how do they behave around people of the opposite sex? How do they, how do they, uh, what sort of music do they listen to? Be specific. Model your life after somebody who is where you want to be. The Bible says, whose faith follow. Have faith in God. And then you make a decision. I'm not going to stay small. I'm choosing to move forward. It's really a mindset to stay on the offensive. God didn't, God didn't plan life for you to be on the defensive. You're already a victor. The Bible, the, the, you're already a victor. The question is, will you fight? The Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. Well, if I'm a victor, why do I have to fight? Because the devil tries to come and steal your victory. You know, it's actually easier from a military standpoint. It's easier to keep a position if you have the high ground than it is to take a position. Six people can keep, I was listening to someone who was talking about military, and he said six people can keep a hilltop, and it'll take over a hundred people sometimes to take that same hilltop from them because of their position. You are a victor. Health already is yours. That's a settled fact of the Word of God. You're not trying to get your healing from God. You're, you're, you're fighting the fight of faith to keep your healing. You're fighting to keep it from the devil. The Bible says, resist the devil and he'll free from, flee from you. You are the healed of the Lord. Well, you, Pastor Ryan, you don't understand this condition that I have. It doesn't matter. I believe the Bible and the Bible says you're the healed of the Lord. You know what? I, you know what? You know anything that's not, that doesn't line up with God's word. So if, if you have sickness in your body and, and the word says you're by his stripes, you're healed. Anything that doesn't line up with God's word is a lie. 
because it's not the truth. The truth has power. It may be a fact. Someone say, oh, I may have, I have diabetes. That may be a, a medical fact that you have diabetes, but it's actually a lie because anything that opposes the truth is a lie. So it can be a, it can be a fact and a lie at the same time. Why? Because it opposes truth. Me being worried about something is a lie. Why? Because the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. I live and the truth of the word of God has the power to change your circumstance. There's nothing that the truth of God's word can't demolish in your life. There's no stronghold. There's no sickness. There's no depression. There's no anxiety. Whatever it is, don't let it linger. You attack it. This, I'm not waiting for God to come do something. This thing has to go. This depression has to go. Bible says, God's given me the oil of gladness above my fellows. Lord, thank you that joy is mine. You want to break out of depression? Begin to praise, radically praise. Turn on praise music and just praise. How long do I praise for? Praise until joy comes out of your spirit. Praise and get out of your head and just praise God. Put your eyes on Jesus. The power will break. The Bible says he gives us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Oh, you know, I've just always been a melancholy person. Praise your way out of that mess. You have the power through your praise. You set aside a whole day and you say, I'm putting on my gym pants. I'm putting on my sweatpants. I'm putting on these. I'm going to go like uh, work out of the gym clothes and dance in my house and praise God and begin to put these scriptures. I'm going to study joyfulness in the word. You will break out of that in under 24 hours. I guarantee it because of the power of the word of God. That thing can't stay. Nothing can oppose truth. The Bible says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. When the anointing comes by the truth of God's word, it breaks up anything the devil has intended. This isn't a long 10-year battle. I don't care how long you've had it. You decide, I'm praising my way out of this thing. And then I want to hear the testimony because this is for somebody. I'm on this for somebody. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Well, that's it. I'm going to end right there on a high note. I love you. The power of God is on your side. We'll see you on the next podcast.